It's so easy to get caught up in all the rushing and trying and all the endless daily details. Washing the dirty dishes, throwing another load of laundry into the dryer, another email, another notification. So we rush to make our morning commute. What if we break away from the mundane distractions of daily life and make time to refocus on what really matters? To take a step back and ask, why are we doing this? What is holding us back? What if our gifts could be used for a higher purpose? Hey church, if we haven't met yet, I'm Pastor Deshan, and together with my wife, Pastor Michella, we are the lead and planting pastors of this amazing church called Next Level Church. Maybe 2020 limited you, bound you, took away your spark, but we serve a God who is not limited by space or time. Jesus is all-powerful, and He wants us to recalibrate, realign our lives so that we can be unleashed into the abundant, fulfilling life that he has for you. God put it on my heart to speak on unleashing the power of fasting for intimacy beyond the surface level of Christianity. Let me ask you a question. Is there anything in your life that breaks your heart? Is there anything in your life that brings deep sorrow? And if you try to live the way the world tells you to live, all these motivational talks, you know, Gary Vee and uh, Tony Robbins, I think his name is. It might help you for a bit, but it won't propel you into a life beyond your human potential. How do we live an unleashed life? Week three, let's go. It's by discovering how amazing Jesus is. It's by discovering and falling in love with Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate master chef. He has prepared fresh manna for you daily to receive. And even today, I'm the waiter who gets the privilege of delivering uh, the meal that Jesus prepared for you. Pre-COVID, I took my wife to a nice restaurant back in the day. Uh, of course, I got a Groupon. While we were seated and eating what we expected to eat because we ordered it, the restaurant kept bringing samples of new fresh items and new recipes uh, hot right out of the kitchen. The chef special because we sat and ate because we remained in that same way God has fresh revelation for you exactly as you are sitting there where you are God wants to deliver that to you and so I'm serving you what God gave me during the week for you but at the same time God will directly speak to you through his spirit right now exactly as you're seated and he's going to speak into your context, into your situation. And you need to write it down because sometimes God doesn't repeat. So I hope you have a notebook and a pen. As you're seated and expecting to receive the word of God, God will feed you through this series and today's message. And God is going to prepare you for that deep fasting and deep intimacy. What's amazing is that as you stay connected during the experience, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to you. You will get fresh revelation, fresh manna, fresh understanding, fresh clarity. God will speak a unique message to you that you need to hear. Amen? 
God is able to talk to you right now. So open up your heart. Let's get ready because he's able to give you what you need. I may not know you. I may not know what you're going through, but we serve a God who's alive and well. He's active. He's moving and he is there ready to help you in your time of need. Can anybody say amen? Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Man, I love that scripture. God is calling us into deep closeness with Him. In other words, deep intimacy is what God is longing from you and me. Beyond the surface level of Christianity, deep closeness with Christ changes our lives. Growing in intimacy with Christ. And that's what I want to talk about today. And as we pray, I want to welcome you to open your hands and get ready to receive from the Lord specifically for your situation. Amen. So go ahead, open your hands and let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are alive and your spirit is moving. And Lord, you know what your children need this day. So Father, as I open my mouth and speak, I put my trust in you, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you will speak through me, but also in addition, that God, that you will directly speak to your children exactly what they need to hear, exactly what they need to see. Move us with love and passion and compassion and help us to come closer to Jesus. In your awesome name, we dedicate this time as we study your word. In Jesus' name, amen. In order to be unleashed, God is inviting us to let go of something significant for a period of time, for a season, in order to sharpen our spiritual antennas. So join us February 1st onwards. We are going into 21 days of deep fasting and praying, and we are going to explore a bit more about the power and effect of fasting and prayer. Today, we're going to focus on fasting for intimacy with God. God is eager for us to fall on our faces and cry out to Him. He wants us to have faith in Him that He is able to make a difference in and through us. Some of you are in places in your marriage where it's, it feels like it will never get better or it feels like it's insurmountable problems. Are you struggling in school? Are you worried about your career, your future, your finances, your children, your health? COVID. The enemy knows when you're at your weakest. The enemy knows when you're down and he comes with his lies and he tells you stuff like this. Tell me if you ever heard this. He says, oh, what's the point? You tried so hard, but it didn't work. Oh, don't forgive those people. They hurt you. Oh, you prayed and nothing happened. And nothing is ever going to happen. Nothing is ever going to change. So the enemy comes to bombard you with his lies because he knows when you are at your weakest. So to cope with it, you fill your life with multiple different pleasures and entertainments and distractions. And that kind of sort of make it bearable for you. Because so, you, you want to get through the day, so you do this other stuff to just get your mind off. Or you got to do that other thing that you do to numb the pain. Or be a workaholic so that you don't have any emotional capacity or energy to process the stuff that you're going through. 
Can anyone relate to that? The problem is lack of intimacy, lack of connection, lack, lack of meaning, lack of purpose, lack of kingdom advancement is driving you crazy. But you kind of make it bearable. What I think God wants us to do is like Daniel and not numb the pain, not find things to escape, but to intensify it for a season with fasting and prayer. Daniel was crying out to God for the advancement of the kingdom of God. What is your battle right now? Can we get real today? For men, it's usually visual. And you know what I'm talking about, lust. It's, it's healthy to be accountable to another mature Christian uh, of the same gender. And you can be open with your life and confess your sins to one another and pray so that you can be healed. That's what the Bible says, so that you can be delivered from these sorts of addictions. But in addition to confess, confessing your sins and praying, have you tried fasting? Some of you think that if you fast, you're going to die. The very thing you think is going to kill you is the very thing that's going to deliver you. It's the very thing that's going to help you. It's the very thing that's going to bring you into that fulfilling life that Christ has for us. David didn't go in with the sword, but he came out with one Goliath sword, which looked like it was going to kill him. But that's the very sword that brought David the deliverance. So I don't know what you're going through. Maybe you're in a storm right now and the storm you're in, you think it's going to kill you. Oh, but if it hadn't been for the storm, come on now, give Jesus a clap right now. Because if it hadn't been for that storm, we would have lived on the surface level of Christianity. God doesn't want you to live on the surface level of Christianity. Fasting may seem unnecessary and too difficult, but if you want real results and breakthrough in your life, if you want real deliverance in your life from addictions to break, fasting is the key. You may be trapped in an unhealthy relationship or something and not even know it. Be blind to it or you might even be addicted and not know it until you try fasting. If there is a recurring sin in your life, let's agree together and fast together and break those chains off of off of you. Let's break those chains of addictions off of you. Join us February 1st to the 21st. Let's pray for a breakthrough and deliverance and freedom. Amen. You can do it on your own, but let's do it together too. If you ignore fasting and praying, then you won't know how much the, the much of the deep things of Christ. And that's why you don't see the power of God in our lives. And we don't see breakthroughs and why we can't advance the kingdom. The response from God will come in response to our prayer and fasting. How hungry are you for God? When was the last time you fell on your knees and cried out to Jesus? Oh, Pastor Deshaun, are you saying you should be striving and do works to earn God's favor? No, that's not what I'm saying. Because we have been given access to God through the Holy Spirit. Through Jesus, we are made children of God by what Jesus has already done. Our sins are paid for. Bang, and the dirt is gone. Bang, and the dirt is gone. He took the mess on the cross, now it's gone. Pride, envy, jealousy, gone. I ain't got time for that, man. He took it on himself. He forgave us. 
Jesus paid it all. You don't have to live in guilt anymore. You don't have to live in shame anymore. You don't have to fear death anymore. Now we can approach God with confidence. But when you see this fallen world, you see human trafficking, you see prostitution, you see child abuse, you see drug problems, you see porn addictions, unhealthy relationships, broken people, broken marriages, divorce, mental illness, pandemic, depression, and the list goes on and on, even in our own life. Maybe you're not living up to your divine purpose. Instead of sitting around and doing nothing, because the devil's biggest lie is to make you believe that he doesn't exist. Instead of just moping around and just feeling sorry for ourselves, instead of making excuses to stay in your dark life or acting uh, like everything is okay or acting like rebellious children, we need to fall on our faces and pray and fast and cry out to God. God will come and save us, amen? He will come and deliver us. He will come and heal us. Then he will turn it around so that not only are we blessed and healed and delivered, but we can go and bring the hope and healing of Jesus to others. God will use us to make a difference in this world. Amen. And so fasting, we deny our delicacies for a season and we seek our God for a greater display of Jesus in this generation. For God to use you and I. How hungry are you for God to intervene, not just in your personal matters, but in this world? Jesus is waiting for you to take him seriously. He's eager to hear from you. He's eager to answer your prayers. Sometimes what we do becomes our identity. Take a look at Cookie Monster. What is he known for? Cookies. Anything else? Well, I think now he's trying to eat veggies uh, due to his sugar level. What would he be without cookies? Pretend God told Cookie Monster to fast on cookies. Wouldn't Cookie Monster feel as if he lost himself, he lost his identity? What you do is not who you are. If I'm a preacher or a worshiper, or a singer, or a musician, what if God told you to take a break from being in the worship team or in the connection team or whatever you do in church or in life? And spend the time you'd spend practicing, singing, playing, preaching, whatever it is that you do and spend that time on prayer and fasting. Stop doing all the other things and just focus on prayer and fasting. How would you feel about that? Would you be able to do it? Your ultimate identity is not in what you're doing in worship or at church or some other role you do in life, but in knowing that you are a son of a loving father, that you are the daughter of Almighty God. And then you, you live your life based on that point of view, from that truth. Everything should be filtered through that truth. The devil comes to distract you, to off-track your life and to destroy your purpose. Your role in life or ministry is not your identity. And sometimes we find value in those things, especially when they're success. But the first thing is you're a son, you're a daughter of the Most High God. God wants to download something totally new to impact this world. New songs, new business ideas, new inventions. But if you're busy only focusing on your job or ministry role and you're too busy serving and not praying and fasting and not seeking God for yourself, then you are going to be limited. Your life potential is going to be limited and you're going to miss your divine purpose and that 
revelation God has for you. You could be the next president or the next prime minister or the next Zuckerberg, put a thumbs up for him, or the next Elon Musk, you know, Tesla, SpaceX, PayPal, Zip2, and many other inventions. Bieber, Kanye for, good, for God's glory. Whatever it is, you could be the next greatest thing for the glory of God. If you seek him, you will find him. Amen. And the opposite is true too. If you don't seek him, you won't find him. If you don't find him, you won't know your assignment for this season. Therefore, you won't be ready for the next season. Ultimately missing your life purpose. And that's a scary place to be. Fast and pray to find your real identity in God. Maybe you've tried everything else and nothing has brought you clarity. Why not fast and pray for God to reveal your purpose, your identity. The secret to victory over sin is satisfaction with Christ. You won't find fulfillment in this world, in this life, anywhere else. Nothing else will ever satisfy you. Nothing else will bring you fulfillment. Only Jesus can fill the void in your heart. Everything else is a cheap imitation. No matter what you buy, no matter what you collect, no matter what status and title you have, it's meaningless, it's purposeless, and it will eventually lose its shine. One of the greatest needs of the Christian life is the need for intimacy, the need for closeness. We're all longing for it where God is not some concept way out there, but a person who is longing to be personally connected to you, expressing himself to you in your life, in your heart, where we don't just know about him and know about his name, but we know him personally and we hear him clearly and we walk with him and love him deeply. It is possible to know something about someone, but not really know them. Some of you live with people, you know, maybe for like 30 years, but you still don't know them. <laughs> this disconnection is caused, is, is caused by the absence of authentic intimacy. For example, cell phone is a great way to communicate, but if you leave it on for hours and you don't put it to charge, it's going to lose its ability to communicate, right? People can't contact you and you can't contact them because there's loss of power. You got to plug your cell phone into the current to recharge it back to its function. If the sound is not clear, if there's static, if it's muffled, if it sounds far away, maybe you're losing reception. Maybe it's time to use the landline. You know the landline, the home telephone? How many of you got those? And it's time to recharge your ability to communicate. Your intimacy with Jesus needs to be recharged. That's what Jesus is offering us. And that's what Jesus is desiring from us. A close intimacy with him. A close walk with him. That's where the power is. That's where the security is. What's the problem with intimacy? Number one, why does God seem so far away? Have you ever felt like that? John 14, 1 to 3, Jesus had to tell them, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God and also in me. I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will return again to receive you unto myself. In this passage, the disciples are worried how they're going to make it without Jesus here physically. For three years, 
These disciples, they walked with Jesus, they talked with Jesus, they hung out with Jesus, they ate with him. And now Jesus is going to disappear on us. How are we going to make it when, Lord, you're not here in the physical? Matthew 9, 15. And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them. And then they will, what? Fast. In other words, when Jesus left his disciples, there was going to be a gap physically. Because he wouldn't be there physically. So there's going to be a gap. They didn't need to fast when he was right there with them in the physical because he was present with them. But when he left physically, he told them that they would need to what? To fast in order to connect with him. Because there would be a gap between them. Jesus made a way for us to connect with him spiritually. When the bridegroom is taken away, the scripture says, that connection is possible through fasting. Fasting is the way by which God provides us constant connection to Him. You may feel disconnected. Uh, you may feel like you're lost as you try to navigate and live a spiritual life. Try fasting. When you feel disconnected, you may feel aloneness. Everybody gets lonely. There's a difference between being lonely and being alone. Loneliness is a temporary feeling of being by yourself. But aloneness is a permanent feeling of being by yourself. A single person can be lonely, but they don't have to be alone. One is temporary, the other is permanent. Jesus is not promising that you won't ever feel lonely, but he is promising that you never have to be alone. Maybe you're popular, maybe you got everything, but you feel so alone. Jesus wants to meet you today. The problem is there's no intimacy, even though there's somebody there. And sometimes we put expectations on people to fill our needs, but ultimately they will all fail. Let me give you another example. People who travel a lot, they just have to make a FaceTime call to a loved one and then immediately they feel connected because there's intimacy there. Even though they're in two different countries or even continents, it doesn't matter. Intimacy is tied to the dynamic of the relationship. And it's, it's not the proximity of the physical body, but in the dynamic of the relationship. So you can have intimacy with the invisible God, even though he is not physically, that means in the flesh, in the bone, he's not here physically, but you can still have intimacy with God through Jesus, through this connection that fasting provides. Why don't you ask God what type of fasting you should do? What is it that he wants you to do? Careful if you're taking medication and if you're pregnant, you know, check with your doctor first before you start fasting on food. And I, I want to quickly touch on the different types of fasting. These are suggestions. You pray and ask God what kind of fasting you should do. Okay. These are just suggestions. But if God leads you to do it, then you can do it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. When we look at the Bible, Jesus fasted for 40 days. He didn't die out of because of the fast. Your natural body can survive with water only for 40 days. After 41 days, that's starvation. Fasting is like cleaning the pipe. You know, you put Drano, 
because there's buildup over the years. And you, you know, you and I, we fill our bodies with food and pleasures that we want and packing in the pipe. Uh, not much room for the spirit to flow, but fasting clears our pipe. It opens it up so that the spirit of God can strongly impact us so that we can hear from God clearly and, and we can hear his voice uh, louder uh, and feel his presence more intensely. More than anything, it'll give you a spiritual sharpness like never before. You will be so aware of God's heart and God's spirit. And of course, during your fasting, God will sharpen continuously and give you revelation and understanding and take you deeper. And the rest of your life will be completely different because now you're aligning yourself to the blueprint that God has for your life. Fasting creates more time for you for prayer. Instead of spending time eating or preparing food, you spend that time in prayer. Maybe not everybody's participating in fasting at your house, but still be nice to them. If you have to cook for them, cook for them and then hang out with them while they're eating. Takes your fasting to the next level. Amen. For too many of us, life is like uh, fireworks on Canada Day. You drive two hours from Toronto to Niagara Falls. One hour takes you to park and pay and then another hour to find a good spot to sit with your family to watch a 15 minute fireworks. For 15 minutes, you're alive. You record it on your VHS camera and because you want to watch it later, right? So instead of watching it live because you drove there, no, you want to film it. You look at it in the viewfinder and you're filming it with your camera. Or we take photos, you know, uh, so look, to look at it later instead of watching it in person. And soon after the excitement disappears, the night returns, the emptiness returns, life up in smoke, just like those fireworks. Disappointment returns, the dark cloud returns. Then we think maybe I should get my own fireworks, my own firecrackers for fun. Let me try partying, drinking, try to find fulfillment with money and material and power. They sparkle for a while. But then the sparkle leaves and it's nighttime again. I'm here to give you the good news. God offers us something better. He offers us intimacy. And that's what we're talking about today. An amazing closeness with the lover of our souls. The creator of the universe wants to love you in such a deep way that no one can love you like our God can love you. Intimacy is being on the same wavelength, being in sync with the heart of God. Back in the early 90s, my best friend Pong Shi got the Nintendo original system with the game Duck Hunt that came. And basically it's a shooting game and every time you miss, the dog laughs at you, gets you so mad. But to get your target, you have to align with two sites. There's one site close to you. The second site is down the barrel, down at the end of the gun. There's another site. You can aim right and get your target if the first site close to you is connected to the second site down the barrel. And both sites are looking at the same target. Now you're ready to get that duck. Many of us are not properly aligned with gods. So we're missing the target called life. And Jesus is here to offer us abundant life. We keep missing it. What we see and what God sees are not properly aligned. So we're not hitting life as God meant life to be hit. We keep missing. We keep losing opportunities. And 
moments that God orchestrated for us. What is your motivation when you fast? It should be to get the reward of the Father's attention. Because you don't want a long distance relationship with God, but you would be like David and say, as the deer panteth for the streams of water, so does my soul long after you, O God. Fasting for intimacy is not even fasting for your own breakthrough, really. Many of you are fasting for your own breakthrough. That's good. For your own deliverance, that's good. And, 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 and you want that, you need that, and you should go for it. But this goes beyond that. Because now you're not just fasting for the breakthrough, but the breakthrougher. Can you give a clap to Jesus? Because he's our breakthrougher. Amen. In other words, you're after God, after God's heart, not just for what he can do for you, but you want to know who he is. You want to know his mind. You want to know his will for your life and what he wants you to do right now. Be like Moses who said, Lord, show me your glory. Paul said that I might know him and the power that raised him from the dead. Oh God, I want to know that. You are after a person. All these years you've heard about God, but now you want to know who he is. And that's what fasting does. Takes us into the heart of God and we can know him better. Many of us are more like camels than deers. Camels store water and uses it as it goes along. You cannot store intimacy. You got to maintain it. That's why married couples, you need to have date night regularly. COVID or not COVID, you need to have date night, special days, appointments set apart. You know, make early dinner, put the kids to sleep and have a peaceful dinner together. Do something fun at home. Surprise each other. Stop being boring to each other after you get married. Surprise each other. Get cards, flowers, whatever it is, whatever their love language is. Maintain your intimacy with your spouse. Otherwise, it's going to be a dead marriage. Do you want your kids to have the kind of marriage you have? Because they are watching and they are learning and they are doing co-op at your house for 18 years. Do you want your kids to have a marriage like you do? If not, get fasting and praying together. Revelations 3, 15 to 16. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Wish that you were either cold or hot. Verse 16, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. God doesn't like lukewarm. On a hot day, you want an ice cold glass of water, iced tea, cold lemonade. This cold morning, if you're in Canada, did you have a lukewarm cup of coffee or tea? No, because lukewarm, it doesn't refresh. It doesn't address the problem. If it's hot outside, you want to drink something cold, right? Vice versa, because it addresses the problem. You know you need intimacy with God fast when you are so blah. Neither hot nor cold, just blah, just there. I'm just going through the motions, just doing my duties, just doing my tasks. Instead of being passionate about what God gave me to do, that I get to do this. I don't have to do this, but I get to... Just ticking the boxes, just blah. When it's cold on the outside, you're not burning on the inside with the holy fire of God. 
When it's hot on the outside, fire of trials are burning you. You don't have a sense that God is cooling you down on the inside. You just there, just blah. Every Christians go through different seasons. There are times when you feel God is far away. Yes, that's true, like the different seasons, and you feel blah, just there, just existing, when you're not hot, you're not cold, but just there, just blah. Once you had the fire of God burning inside of you, now it's reduced to just smoke. It's just there, and you're just blah. That means there's a need for intimacy. I urge you, I encourage you, please, Get on a fast. Revelations 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. How do you know Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart? It's because you got lukewarm. It's because you got blah. Not cold, not hot. you just there. When you're like that, Jesus is knocking to let you know that something is missing. Intimacy is missing, child. No, you don't need substance or drugs to or find a romantic relationship or party. You need to open the door to Jesus. Instead of opening the front door to Jesus, we run out the back door to worldly temporary pleasures. Jesus is saying to let him in so that he can come dine with you. Jesus told his disciples in John 4.32, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Jesus has stuff to serve you that you've never eaten before. He is talking about intimacy. Not just showing up on Sunday and just saying hallelujah, but deep, consistent intimacy. Open the door of your heart to Jesus. How, you may ask? By fasting. Push the physical to the background and push the spiritual to the front, to the foreground, giving up the desires of the body in order that I might gain intimacy with Almighty God, sharpening my spiritual man. The reason we don't fast is because we think we are self-sufficient. I'm independent, I can do whatever I want. I'm lukewarm, but I'll reheat myself at some point. I'll microwave myself at some point. It's like eating just the frosting, but not the cake. It's meaningless. Kids pick at the frosting over the cake. That's what some Christians do. They become satisfied with the sweet things of life and the sweet things that the world has to offer, and they miss the fine things that God has baked for you. If you smell what the Lord is cooking for you, do you want real change in your life? Make 2021 be a breakthrough year where you are finally taking fasting seriously. Be unleashed in Jesus' name. Receive that right now. This is the year that your addictions are being broken in Jesus' name. This is the year strongholds are being broken. Generational curses are being broken in Jesus' name. This is the year. It's not going to continue to you, through you, or to your next generation in Jesus' name. As you fast and pray, God will deliver you from those negative things in your life. Say yes to Jesus today. Surrender to Him. Consider fasting and praying. On your own or with us. Maybe this whole Jesus thing and fasting and praying is all new to you. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the lover of your soul. He loves you unconditionally. He wants you to the point that He laid down His life for you. He's a loving God. He's not an angry God pointing His finger at you. 
but he's opening his arms and saying, son, daughter, stop struggling on your own and come to me. And I will give you rest. Lay down your heavy burdens. I care for you. If that's you, if you're far away from Jesus and you want to come home, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. There's something God is doing in your heart and you know your heart is saying, say yes to Jesus. If that's you, on the count of three, I want you to click the button. If you're watching us Sunday morning during our live, you'll see a button pop up that says, raise a hand. I want you to click that on the count of three. Number one, Jesus loves you unconditionally. He will never stop loving you. Two, he died for your sins so that you can be forgiven. And three, he has given you his name. You have authority, you have power, you have a future. Click that button right now. Raise a hand right now. Say yes to Jesus right now. Click that button. Yes, yes, yes. He's a gentle God and you got to give him permission to come into your heart. So repeat after me right now. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I believe you are God, that you died for my sins and you rose again on the third day. My life is no longer my own, but I give it to you. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. Lead me, guide me, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, if you're sitting next to somebody, start clapping because heaven is rejoicing. There's a party up in heaven because you said yes to Jesus. Amen. Now, don't just move on, but connect with us. We would love for you to get to know us. Now, I also want to pray for those uh, who want to get started on fasting. Uh, maybe you want to start with us, but I want to pray for God's help. Uh, because fasting can be difficult or maybe you're going through a tough time right now but I want to encourage you and speak a word of blessing over you so that your life can be bringing glory to Jesus amen all right let me pray for you father in the name of Jesus I pray for every single one that tuned in I pray for supernatural breakthrough in, into their lives and I pray God that you would reveal to them what kind of fasting they should do I pray God that you make it clear and I pray, God, that you would give them the self-control as they take a step of faith in obedience and in a desire to serve you, to come closer to you. So, Lord, I pray that you would be with your children, that, Father, that you would restore their hope, their joy, their strength, and whatever they're longing for, looking for, the God that you would lead them in your mighty ways, the God that you would reveal to them, give them fresh uh, word every day as they spend time with you. And more than anything, I pray, God, that a hunger and a desire for Jesus increases and that they will get into serious fasting so that they can discover you in a deeper way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, as you fast and pray and see God, you will see His glory. You will see His power. So keep pressing in, move forward and message us or check our website so that you can uh, plug into our fasting if you're interested to do that. All right. Now, as I close, I want to personally invite you to jump on over to Zoom if you're watching us Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And we're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh and uh, we're going to have some trivia, discussion, prayer. And if you want to know more about us and about the church and how you can get plugged in and serve meaningfully, just come on over. There's no pressure uh, to do anything. Just come and get to know us, especially if you made a decision to follow Jesus. We want to know about it so we can support you and encourage you. If you want to go deeper in God and be part of a meaningful community, check out our connect groups. We can't possibly cover everything 
for everyone on a short Sunday service. Uh, but at the Connect Group of your choice, you can go deeper in the topic that interests you. Check out our website for more information. We love you. Remember, the world is better because you're in it. Your life counts. There's a purpose for your life. Until next time, I'm Pastor Deshaun. All right, Pastor Deshaun, thank you so much for that amazing word. I really pray that that touched your heart on how we need to be unleashed in our fasting and our praying. And it gave us practical tips on how to move forward. This week, we got God's heart for you on Wednesday. Please join if you feel like you need to get more into the word of God. We got prayer if you feel like you need prayer. We are here to pray. And if you feel like during the week you need prayer, send it to us through Instagram, send it through us to our website. We are here to pray for you. It has been amazing. Until next week, I am Michella. You can jump on Zoom right now to meet some of our amazing team, to talk to our pastors. You can come on right now and we would love to have a conversation on what you got out of today's message. That's what we're here for, for community. Have an awesome week. We'll see you then. Bye.